Good afternoon, I'm John Herica. Let's start with a 10-kilometer swim at the Tokyo Olympic Games. South Africa's Michelle Weber placed 21st in this morning's race. Her time of 2 hours, 6 minutes and 56 seconds was 7 minutes and 25 seconds slower than the winner, Anna Marcella Cuna of Brazil. In the track and field, Rocco van Rooyen threw a distance of 77.41 meters in the men's javelin, finished 13th in his qualifying heat, earning the top three from the group advanced to the finals. They all needed throws of over 84 meters. Later, Aaron Sturkenberg competes in the ladies' sports climbing. Yesterday, South Africa's Christopher Kosser placed 16th in the men's qualifying, just the top eight progressing to the final. Sturkenberg explains what the new sport entails. So the three disciplines. So speed is um, the, whoever gets to the top in the fastest time. That's a set route that doesn't change. So around the world, the speed route is always exactly the same. Then Boulder, pretty much what's behind us, the route setters will set three different boulders and whoever does all of them in the least attempts wins and then lead it's just one really high roof, uh, route which you climb with the ropes and that's whoever gets the highest wins that one. Another results another 400 meter hurdles world record broken this morning Sydney McLaughlin shattered her own world record to win gold in 51.46 seconds shaving almost half a second off the old mark she beat fellow American Delilah Muhammad into second place and the Netherlands will play in the Women's Olympic Hockey Finals for a fifth straight time at the Tokyo Games. They beat 2016 Rio Olympic champions Britain 5-1 in the semis this morning. Now, a Belarusian athlete who refused orders to fly home early from the Olympics has finally left Japan. Kristina Timonskovskaya has boarded a flight to, Viet, uh, to Vienna this morning. 24-year-old's been expected to travel directly to Warsaw as Poland has granted a, a humanitarian visa but changed destination at the last minute. The athlete voiced fears for her safety after she was forced to pack her belongings and driven to Tokyo's Haneda Airport after criticizing her coaches. Belarus says she was removed from the national team because of her emotional state. The BBC's Marika Oy reports. It may be that they were trying to take attention away from her actual flight because if you remember in late May, a plane carrying an opposition journalist and his girlfriend was forced to land in Belarus. Also, Vienna was her preferred destination and a humanitarian visa from there has just come through as well. So she is now on her way to Austria while her husband has also fled. Belarus and he's in Ukraine, uh, though she has expressed concerns for her other family members back home. The Springboks are using their experience of winning the World Cup ahead of the third and final test against the British and Irish Lions. Coach Jacques Nienaber feels that his team can beat the tourists on Saturday. There's a lot of emotion that go into these big games because there is so much at stake, you know. Uh, you're playing for your country and uh, uh, you want to do it for your country, you want to do it for your fans, you want to do it for your family, you want to do it for the team, you want to don't, don't want to disappoint you as a person, you know, you put in all the effort. So, yes, there is a lot of, there will be a lot of emotional uh, energy going into this game in both teams. And it, it does help us being there before. It doesn't make it easier, not at all. But but you, when you're in that moment, you think, yes, I've been here before. I, I, and you can relate back to uh, to when you felt that, or when you felt that pressure. So, so yes, and it's not, like you say, it's not a six-day turnaround for us. It's a seven-day. So the nice thing for that is we can go through our normal process um, uh, as we normally do in a seven-day turnaround. Well, former British and Irish Lions coach Graham Henry feels that the Springboks will win the final test. I, I think the Lions have lost some momentum. Um, you know, the South Africans played better, obviously, in this, and won convincingly. 
they've got a better scrum, the South Africans, and they've got a, a more astute kicking game, I think, and, and more guys who can kick astutely uh, in, the, in the back line. So I, I think uh, the Lions have got ahead of them. If they get up from here, it'll be amazing. Go to football now. Al Ashley are interested in signing Percy Tao from Brighton and Hove Albion. Coach Pizzamasamani recently claimed he's looking to sign three players ahead of next season. Tao has struggled to establish himself in the first team of the Premier League side since receiving his work permit. He's been recalled from his loan spell. Lloyd Harris is back on court today in the second round of the City Open in Washington. The 14-seeded South African meets American Tennis Sandgren. Kevin Anderson was beaten 7-6-6-3 by wildcard entrant Jensen Brooksby yesterday. Cricket today, the first test between India and England begins in Nottingham. Both sides licking their wounds after being beaten by New Zealand a few weeks ago. And Australia will need to bounce back in the, their T20 series against Bangladesh in today's second match. Bangladesh won the first game by 23 runs yesterday. Here's Aussie captain Matthew Wade. Yeah, yeah. you're always disappointed when you get bowled out for 100 or so. So, yeah, we, you know, we've got to turn around really quickly tomorrow and find ways to score runs on these wickets. I think we knew what we're coming into the game, what we're going to get. Um, Bangladesh were always going to bowl a lot of spin to us and, and we understood that. We just didn't execute as well as what we could have tonight. But, um, you know, if our bowlers keep giving us a chance to chase down 130, I'm sure our batters can correct it overnight. And that's the sports. To be so has more through the afternoon.